Tonight, I just want to simplify something to you. I trust the Spirit of God that you get this. I trust the Spirit of God that you understand by now. I, I feel in my spirit that by now most of you understand what this is. You understand the pillars of this house, the word, which is number one. That's, in fact, that's everything really. Upon the word is every other thing. The next pillar which is given. The next pillar which is right living. The next pillar which is whatever else it is for you. And of course, all of it hang upon one law, which is the superior of all laws, which is what? Love. Yeah. All the laws and the prophets hang upon that law. And so in other words, there's no other law according to Jesus that is greater than that. Now the expression of love is dependent on the spirit of God. And so if I don't hug you, don't think I don't love you. It's dependent on the spirit. But let's go past that tonight, yes? And let's go back to creation. I've got to go back to, to Adam. Um, why? Because that's where the story starts and ends. That is the whole essence, the understanding of all this. So what I made up my mind to do is to try my best tonight by the Spirit to simplify this so that now we can get into a place of further simplicity where you fully understand this and there is no more shadow in your heart everything is lighted up why must there be no more shadow so that darkness does not deceive you um, there is so much darkness in the world and this darkness creeps into the church people are confused the moment someone is holding your hand trying to give you prophecy and going funny you already should know they are tapped they are hallucinating they are not mentally inched they are not inched there's no and it's surprising that those things can also thrive among young people yeah it's amazing that I can thrive among them and that's because we all just decided to drop out of school yeah so because if we're busy and our minds occupied you'll not be busy looking for dreams and vision now this is what has made the world unproductive the set of believers after believers who just seem to believe that they have peculiar problems and then there's a guy who needs to bath who needs to shower who needs to wash his mouth not disciplined enough and this is the guy that's going to tell you this is what the lord is saying he said which of the lords the lord of the flies those things and and there was a time that, and I need to start with this, Jesus. There was a time that the more smelly you are, the more prophetic they think you are. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, you don't want to know what some of us have gone through. Enrique will know because Pastor Francis said so. He said it's not him, it's you. No? Okay. You know what just came to my head? Was, were you guys in the studio when you were praying and you removed your shirt? This is a studio. Or... Pastor Obi wasn't there. No, he wasn't. The prophet says he wasn't. 
No, I didn't see him. I saw you. I saw David Ajayi. <laughs> Look at this scripture. By me kings reign and princes decree justice. Let me start from there tonight. So that you are not afraid to declare a difference between your brand of Christianity and others. It is not pride. It is separation from what is not. It is understanding and that understanding you must carry with boldness and grace. Because the earnest expectation of man like Pastor Hobie has said tonight is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Religion is so terrible that no matter how educated you are, when there are problems or someone looks like promising you stuff, you will forget about your brain. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. I've seen people that they call singles. That means anyone that is not married is single. The Bible says if they had to be singular, it said, how great is your light. So I don't know why you want to be double-minded. By me, kings reign and princes decree justice. This is wisdom speaking. In other words, when this is missing, I wanted to say, I've seen singles being prayed for to get husband and they are rolling on the floor. And I'm saying, that's why you don't have any. Are you a mud man? Why are you rolling on the wall? What's going on with you? Why are you shouting? The, 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 the man thinks he sees you now, thinks you're a witch. That's a problem. I think you should be put together at least so that, you know, that's the single demon going out of him. No, that's the single spirit coming on him because I'm not touching that person right there. No way. What are you talking about? <laughs> If we are kings and priests, then there are certain instruments that ordains or empowers. When he says, by me, kings reign and princes decree justice. That means that they are kings already. They are princes already. But they will need me in order to fulfill or to carry out their duties. Scripture was clear that you are kings and priests. This is what the word says about you. And that is not, that is not based on how you feel part-time or how you don't feel or what people say to you or what they don't say to you or what the community calls you or what they don't call you or if you're young or you're old um, the word of God already says you are kings and priests but it says now there is something that is needed when situations of life happen to you it makes you belittle you but I want you to understand tonight that situations don't define you what he calls you is what defines you and so situations will happen you remember the two realms right that in this realm situations will happen and what establishes you it is what you were made what you're made in the realm of the spirit you superimpose that by voice you superimpose it by your constant belief and the establishment on your of your faith on who you are rather than what happens to you because those are two different experiences who you are has to be superimposed on what happens to you until what happens to you begins to change and conform to who you are do you understand that and how do you make that happen very interesting this is important before i go to this scripture the more involved you are, the less involved you are. Do you want to write that down? The more involved you are, the less involved you are. 
So let me help you a bit. The more involved you are, the less you're really involved. In other words, when you have so many matters, you are involved in so many matters. And so you are not involved in so many matters. Do you understand that? Keep that word and let's get into scripture. Proverbs 8, I believe. Talk to me. Counsel is mine. Woos, yeah. And sound wisdom. This is wisdom speaking. You remember this wisdom Wednesday verses counsel is mine this is God speaking this is the word counsel is mine and sound wisdom uh-huh I am understanding uh-huh I have strength have you ever felt weak before like you don't have strength to continue certain things the spirit is missing it said counsel is mine remember how job got rich the counsel of God was upon his tabernacle he said, how oh, I wish it was in the days when the counsel of God. I want you to know the counsel of God is in every man. I'll show you in a minute. Counsel. The, the Bible calls the spirit of God the counselor. He is the counselor. He counsels you in everything. Question is, are you involved with him? Because if you are involved, whatever he places in your spirit, and he places things in your spirit when the word is coming out. Don't ever forget that. Every time the word is coming out, your pastors are preaching. God is placing purpose in you and he expects you to go and rule because wisdom has been released to you. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. Uh-huh. I am understanding. Do you, um, do you get that scripture? I am understanding. May he give you understanding for finances. But before then, understanding of people. Now, this will be very vital in your life. Especially as young people. It will be extremely vital to understand man. Extremely important. In fact, I cannot tell you enough how much your life is dependent on it. He has to give you the counsel of people, what they are. People are the most tricky, yet the most needed. The heart of man is desperately deep and wicked. I've seen, and let me just leave that. I am understanding and I have strength because when understanding is not working in your life, guess what happens? Strengths get depleted on a daily basis. You are lacking in strength because you lack understanding. If you're facing situation, you have to be able to decode what this situation is. Otherwise, you'll be tired. Do you understand that? You'll be tired because you keep waiting. You're waiting for certain things to happen in your life and they don't seem to be happening. What happens? Strength gets depleted because you don't understand. Have you been in positions before where you say, why Lord, why? Now, scripture says understanding is mine because there is no situation that can happen to a man without the permission of God. Now, if he will give you understanding for it, it's another ball game. It is understanding that strengthens a man. It is to know what is this situation then you know what to wake up to do the next day understanding and, and you know the scripture that I've always quoted to you I have understanding more than the ancient because I listen to your word so people get confused about their situation that's why they do many things in fact there are people who are confused about their financial situation and that's why they give it is not from the understanding of seeding 
it is confusion about many things now you will you will get to a place by the light of the word where you understand where you are where you're going the spirit of god will reveal it to you and from then on you are not afraid of anything from then on you're not you're not you're not perplexed from then on you're not afraid of what men can do to you you don't lean on them are you listening to me i have strength says wisdom this is the holy spirit verse 15 by me kings reign do you see how kings reign david needed a strength that would put him in the kingship position even though someone had anointed him and god had said that is my man that's the next king however he needed counsel he needed wisdom he needed understanding he needed strength if he's going to get there, it's going to take him some years. And those years are not going to be the most pleasant years. They're going to be years of wilderness. They're going to be years of fighting. They're going to be years of almost raiding. Not even almost. That's political. Raiding at the backside of the desert. But it will need strength. They're going to be years of helping others. And when you need help, they don't help you. That was what happened with Laban and Abigail. Do you remember that scripture? It's going to be years of that. But how do you understand these things? And why must you understand these things? So that you don't get faint. So that you don't get weary in the middle of the journey. Because the Bible says even the young men faint. Even the young men faint. Even those who think they have strength still faint. But understanding is what gives strength. Whenever you're going through a situation and it looks tough, when understanding comes, you get strengthened. Because you know why. Do you understand? And the way, in, in the issues where you don't know why, and you need to know why most times, but there are also some that God keeps away from you. In the issues where you don't know why, it gives you strength. But most times you will know why. It may take you time because when issues first happen, our minds are busy involving in many things. If you just calm down and you begin to listen to the Spirit, it will tell you why. You will have understanding. And you see, the telling of why, why is not well is so that I can use you tomorrow. No. It is a telling that is beyond, beyond English words. It's deep. You just know that you know that you know. And your assurance become based on things that are not seen rather than things that are seen and you see those whys you cannot read in a book you cannot learn from anyone because they've not been you before they've never been you so but there are in Christianity too now there are hypotheses people guess and say because this is happening maybe this now people spend 15 years wandering in the wilderness whereas they could have just listened to their hindsight and just gained understanding by me kings reign so the issue is not that there are no kings among black or white people but there is no wisdom so you can get a church you can get yourself a church specifically said that where they tell you you know you're a king you're a priest you're this but there's no wisdom because by me kings reign god needed to test the wisdom of david all through those years to see yes you're a king there is no problem about the ordination the ordination of samuel over david was accurate but you would have thought but what is going on in your life david what is going on why are you still here if you are anointed as a king if the man of god has said you'll be this that and that if the man of god has said because remember samuel did not give time to it 
it, it almost looked like now you are King David and people would have bowed down because it is the old Samuel that came to their house and everyone would have bowed down and said our King wow 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 but then the next day nothing happened to make him King the next year nothing happened and so his brother started to spite him like yeah they anointed you but you must have done something wrong because there's no manifestation of that which you were anointed to do no wisdom has to be tested wisdom has to be proven there was a season there was a gap season where David had to walk in the wisdom or exemplify that wisdom and the peak of that manifestation was when the 400 men came to him and then he began to skillfully mold the lives of these guys by me king's reign so the reigning was not the throne of Judah or the throne of Israel the reigning was the molding the making the creation of lives that are in debt, distressed, discontented. The molding of these lives was the proof, the manifestation of David. Because once David was true, getting these men right, he was ready for kingship. He did not need four million in the wilderness. He needed 400. That was God's test place. Joseph does not need the whole world coming to him. He just needed the baker and the butler. If the test on these two men were good, David was, I mean, Joseph was good for the world are you listening to me if the test of where you are right now as a family head as a leader as a usher whatever you're leading right now if you are good with that test then you're ready for the world if you can make from where you are in your little corner whatever you do whatever God has asked you to do in your little corner if you can do that right then you're ready for the world because wisdom is not when you create a vaccine you don't create one billion at one time you just need one and if that one is tested and you begin to test the few once the, the few successes are recorded one two maybe ten maybe hundred sometimes once that is ready then you are ready for a billion people in the world you just multiply that's what Adam was supposed to do replenish the earth God was ready with Adam this test was proven this test was good but then before he expands God says look at that tree don't eat from it but the test failed so it cannot be the one blessing the world again that's what God began to teach me years ago it is not about the multitude it is not about the crowd Toby can you wait can you be sat upon until you are tested and proven and ready because automatically the world will they are waiting they have no problem it's just you now it is you study to show you approved it is you and so most times it is about how many people we want to sell to and God is saying no 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 I want to sell you to the world so you must be a perfect product you must be and perfect is not your behavior perfect is how much the spirit of God has possessed you and how much you are yielded and yielding to the spirit of God once you get to that place you're ready so it's not about how many vaccines are produced. It's about if it is right. Why would you produce one billion wrong vaccine? You're going to destroy the world. Even though it is meant to help save the world, it will still destroy because it is not tested. By me, kings reign. 
you see, just between those words, king and reign, kings and reign, is a distance. There's a vacuum. They are kings, yes, but their reigning is another period, it's another time, it's another season. From the time that they were made kings and to the time they begin to reign, don't forget this. There are kings that are not reigning. Are you listening to me? They are kings, but they don't reign because they lack the wisdom to reign. Wisdom says it is by me, and we don't know this wisdom. There are loyal that are not proven outside of the nation family I don't have a relationship that is loyal I don't know because they've not been proven they all met me when I'm me they've not added to me I've blessed them so I don't know their loyalty I don't know. I'm sorry. Someone can say, oh, that really taught me because I, I really am loyal. Yeah, I hear you. But I don't know. Yeah. By me, kings reign. So let's settle this tonight. And maybe you want to carry this through your life. And I hope you do. That there is no question about the fact that you are a king. There is no question about it there's no question so don't let anyone deceive you again with fancy words the church seems to have mastered telling people fancy words you're good you're royalty you're this and it encourages people but it's a temporary drug it is it wears out too soon and it's like an op opium you would have to come back again for another and another and another but let's get this settled that regardless of what happens to you or what is happening to you or your experience or how life is treating you you are royalty because the word says so but if you will reign is another thing there are many mortuaries and cemeteries that are filled with kings that did not reign in life there are so many dead places coffins that have kings covered and buried in them but they did not reign in life because what we call wisdom they call audacious because they they, they call being bold no it's just wisdom and wisdom is not reckless it's, it has courage but it is not always fighting it has courage it is wise it is wisdom it fights when it needs to fight it hides when it needs to hide it shoots when it needs to shoot it takes a bullet when it needs to take a bullet it knows when to be won it knows when to win are you listening to me that is wisdom he understands the seasons and the times of life this is wisdom David cried he came back to Ziklag and he's been defeated all his families and everything he had taken so he knows when to lose and he cried till there was no more strength in him and he asked for the prophet and the Urim and said shall I pursue that is wisdom and he pursued and then he, he, he got and let's, let's, let me not go into that story he got where he needs to get to that is wisdom he understood the beats of time dancing to the rhythm of life and dancing to the beats of courage when it needs to be courageous that is wisdom and all of these actions were daily but they were leading him to reigning remember he's been ordained as a king his destiny is kingship that's what God oh my God that's what God called him for the anointing of kingship is already on him do not ever doubt the anointing over you doubt your openness to wisdom to the spirit of God's call on your daily basis because every counsel that he gives you is leading you to reign every counsel that the spirit of God drops in your heart is leading you toward reigning are you listening to me tonight and rulers decree justice that's what they do 
if you are called to the finance world to take over the finance world you are a ruler there you decree justice justice is making sure that nobody goes to bed hungry justice is building an ecosystem how with the nation family touch the world this ecosystem just needs to be tested among us the few that's how it works when it's tested and approved then it can be sold to the world are you listening to me tonight do you understand this it does not start with a million people you don't test something with a million people to start with that will be try and error and you will destroy more lives you will kill more people with the few you test a thing oh my god and when you test it you sell it to the world that's how you will become rich it is the things it is the experiences that you've gathered in this ecosystem it looks small to you but that's what you're going to sell it will become a sale package to the world um, grind stay until the test is over are you listening to me it must be tested on every side everything that is authority must test it because it was one PT in the bedroom of my brother's house it was one pity tested 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 the, then then it became something that is sellable to you and God says okay I want to now go to now one million then he says let me finish with these hundreds or these thousand whatever let me finish with them then they become sellable so a pity's expression Christ's expression through PT is still testing a Pastor Sam, still testing a dummy, still testing a hobby, still testing a corner. It goes all the way to an Auntie Jane. It goes all the way to, to a Pastor Nikki. He's testing this kind of expressions. And sometimes when certain expressions fall short, he removes them from the equation. And then he adds another kind of expression. Are you listening to me tonight? He's testing because now God wants to do a wholesale to the world he wants to sell some things to the world he cuts out any branch in need that does not bear fruit he cuts it out and he prunes the ones that bear fruit he cuts them down to size so that they can look good because there's no point looking wild you see then it's an expression so Adam was the test so that's why it's important that we go back to the man of the earth I want you to remember tonight that Adam was found wanting Adam was the man of the earth this is native land was the earth it was on the earth lying dead under the waters you remember that teaching I do hope you still listen to it and God called forth Adam from under the waters water covered the face of the deep and God called him from his native country the earth which is where we are right now he calls him forth Adam was the man of the dust that's all he was he was a nobody so to speak God calls him forth because of what God was about to do why God was about to do what he was about to do on the earth he needed a man whose native tongue and late native language and native nativity is the earth so he found him from underneath the water how shall we redeem the earth how would we multiply ourselves upon the earth God called forth Adam through the wind and the dust 
added water, you remember that, added water, man became a being, but it was not a living being. It was lying down there. And anytime you see a man that is dead, anytime you see a man without breath, it attracts the word because the word gives life. Anytime God sees man in a dead position, it draws the word. So the word came to the eastern part, from the eastern part rather, came from the eastern part and came to Eden. And the word breathed upon Adam, gave him the spirit right away. When Adam got up from his native country, which is the earth, when Adam got up from the place where he was, Adam, more like for a billion years, Adam has been hearing the word, but the Bible records it in a split second. Oh my God. Do you understand this thing? So it is you that will say we listen to a lot of SoundCloud, we do Periscope, everything. You see, those words, right? They are many words, but they are one word, live. That's one word. What God is saying with all of this is live. Adam, be, man, be. That's what God is saying. So if you heard the word last Sunday, if you heard the word five years ago, God is still speaking to you in a split, less than a split seconds. Until the light rises in you, all you've just been airing still till now is leave be man be God is still calling you forth but so in a minute the Bible records it as if Adam heard just a minute it's like less than a minute but this is a journey of millions of years the word actually traveled like a rushing water but it was the speed of light if you are a scientist you understand the speed of light how it travels I think Pastor Dami has told us before it travels so fast light is so quick uh, it's quick if, if you want to turn on your bulb now it's so fast right but real light is even way faster than that but you see it's still a journey and Adam was being programmed like a computer stuff downloading everything the word is without Adam don't forget this this is why I said he's the man of the earth he was lying down there dead the word was upon him the word was lying upon him the word came from heaven and was lying upon Adam and everything was being programmed into Adam now just like what God is doing in your life on a daily basis when this type of the word opens up that's God coming coming to the east of Eden in the cool of the day and programming things in you but don't forget this many times you will not be able to interpret it because you are a man of the earth his native language was earth he speaks earth he breathes earth he, he hits earth it, it becomes earth dust from dust you were made to dust you will return everything about him is earth now when he wakes up it cannot be earth he has to be heaven but living still on earth because the only way he will have dominion over his native language his native nativity his native country is to be heaven on earth the only way that he will rule earth is to be heaven it will have no other way there is no shortcut to reigning <laughs> there's no shortcut to him dominating the earth replenishing it and subduing it there's no other way he has to be heaven but he's earth so how shall we make this man heaven because he's still on earth so God says we he's a dead guy but he's earth his death position is not dead it is earth 
So when you saw Adam lying down lifeless, it was from the perspective of heaven. From the perspective of his native country, he's a good guy. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. From the perspective of earth, his native country is alive. From the perspective of earth, where he's from, is a happening guy, is a wise guy. For there is an earth after the water, there is an earth beneath the water. The earth beneath the water is not mud. Even though from the perspective of heaven is mud. So heaven was written from heaven. I mean, this word was written from heaven's perspective. Because the man who wrote it was Moses. He didn't write it from earth. He wrote it from on top of the mountain. Where did he write it from? He wrote it from inside God. He said, can I see your face? God, God said, you can't see my face, but you can see my behind. behind. So he was kept. Oh my God, are you really hearing me tonight? He was kept in the shadow of God. He was kept under God. So now, why did the Bible give us that story? I wish you find it. Why did the Bible give us? So that you will know that everything written in this Genesis was from God's perspective. So if God says, I call forth mud, in your own eyes and mind, it is mud. But what God is saying with mud is you now. Oh God. When God looks down at the children of Israel, apart from Moses on the mountain, when God looks down upon them, he sees that same mud. He says, how can we give this mud life? He said, okay, I want to help them to have life. Give them the Ten Commandments. For those ones there are mud. God says to Moses, no one can see me and live. This mud. This mud, if he sees God, he dies. Are you ready? Tell me, please. Exodus 33, 18. Tell me. Then Moses said, Now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. Yeah. And I will proclaim my name. Verse 20. But, he said, You cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. Yeah. Then the Lord said, There is a place did you hear that there is a place near me come to Eden because Eden is near me it's my presence the closest place to the heaven was Eden was the east that's why when Jesus was traveling God positioned Eden in a place where it can be easy for the sun to get to there's a place near me where you may stand uh -huh. on a rock where is this place near him because remember Moses was on earth there's a place near me where you may stand on a rock uh -huh. where my glory passes by uh -huh. I will put you in a cleft in the rock and then do what cover you with my hand I will cover you with Christ because his right hand is Christ I will cover you with Christ so that everything you will begin to see from now and hear from now is exactly what covered Adam remember I told you when Adam was lying down there he was covered so when you see Adam Adam knew nothing about the earth he knew nothing anymore even though he had known everything according to the earth 
his nativity was earth that's why you cannot have issues in your life and interpret it as earth man that will be an insult on the spirit of grace that is on the inside of you you cannot try to be a build a business and build it according to earth that will be an insult on the spirit of grace that is within you you cannot try to build a family and build it according to earth because that will be an insult on the spirit of grace that is in you when my glory passes by, I will put you on the cleft and I will cover you with my hand just like I did with Adam. I will cover Adam so that Moses, when you wake up from this, the Bible says when he came down from the mountain, his face was glowing. There was a glory on his face. The light was so bright that the children of Israel could not look through his eyes. They could not see through his eyes because what happened to Adam has happened to him. The same thing happened on the Mount of Transfiguration where they were covered. It was three of them, the complete church, the top the church. It was three of them upon that mountain. Having heard the word, they came and they were covered on that same rock, a place near God. I'll put you, talk to me. In a cleft in the rock uh -huh. and cover you with my hands uh. until I have passed by. Uh -huh. Then I will remove my hands. If Moses' eyes were opened, if God did not cover him, you're wondering why did he cover him? He would have seen Jesus, Yehoshua, Joshua as he was on earth. The revelation of Yehoshua was what God covered him from and he can't, no one can see him until he comes to the Virgin Mary because he, he, the blood of atonement has not been shared. So you wonder what was all this secrecy because any man that walks on earth that has two legs, one head, two hands, to walk on this earth must be Yehoshua out of the Trinity. Are you listening to me tonight? He said, if you see Christ, you cannot live. In, in other words, you cannot live there means you will have to be post-dated to the time of Peter and Co. Did you hear what I just said now? You will have to be transported into that generation because you cannot see me now and leave. There's no way. So people still quote that and say, well, we can't see the Lord. We saw him. Yehoshua is the express image of the Father. Why would Moses not be able to see God telling you that as powerful as Moses is, as great as Moses is, he's not even as great as any of you under grace because you saw God in physical manifestation, but we see Jesus. He said, for we do not know what we should be and what we will look like. He said, but we see Jesus. Jesus, the greatest expression of God on earth is Yehoshua, the greatest expression of Jesus. In other words, you don't go past him. In him draws all principalities and power. God had body like. That was what Moses could not see. So imagine you're thinking, what would Moses see? Ah, you would have thought this would be a madness. Whatever God was hiding him from, it's just the same Jesus that was walking by the lake Ganazareth. 
that he would have seen, he would have just seen a normal man pass by and he would have thought who is this he cannot leave he would have to at that moment should that happen Moses will freeze and no law is coming until Christ he would have just seen a man dressed like a fisherman who was by the lake Gennesaret and he cannot understand it he will die because he will say that's not God that is not God remember in the encounter of Elijah with God it was a still small voice that is the one that Isaiah spoke about it will not raise his voice so imagine that there were all the things that Moses has experienced he just sees a man dressed like they were dressed in the century of Jesus in the time of Mary the virgin dressed like that just walked past Moses is thinking what is this what, 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 what are you talking about he has no cloud around his head he has no thunder I want you to understand the simplicity of this he has no thunder just a sandal and one long dress and just walks past and don't forget he would have been genetically altered as well because they won't look like they looked in the time of Moses and Moses is thinking who is this he doesn't know he's the son of God. He's never seen the son of God before. He's never seen him. And that's why Paul had to tell us that whatever you're looking for in that realm, but we see Jesus, Malika Bahaya, but we see him. He had to emphasize, but we see him. Moses did not see him. Elijah did not see him. All the prophets did not see him. They heard of him. They understood the idea of him. But they did not see a man that was born without a man. Oh God. They did not see a man that was born by God. They, they know a man that is conceived, um, deposited by the sperm of a man and brought forth by a woman. But they do not see a man that is born without a man, but born by a man, but born without a man, but born by a man. They've never seen him, but we see him. Are you listening to me tonight? Why is this important to you? Because the world has not seen your kind before. But this is going to be the expression of the sons of God. But we see Jesus. Do you have that scripture? Talk to me quickly. One testified in a certain place saying, What does he say? What is man that you are mindful of him? They don't understand. This is even before Moses, the angels, the creations of heaven. They are wondering what is man. They've never seen him. Imagine the angels have never seen man, they've never seen him, they don't understand him. I want you to know till this moment they don't understand the fullness of the man that is filled with the spirit because they were not revealed to angels. Ah, oh God, I want you to understand that when man when when, when Lucifer fell and the angels fell with him, what happened? They came to the earth and they began to teach the sons of men technology and advancement. That is, and the word advanced, Nimrod became an, a mighty hunter before the Lord. They were advanced, right? And still they taught man musical instrument. They taught men how to sing. And till today, the manifestation of what fallen angels taught men 
is what is still ruling the world. But then there is the sons of God are coming. Yeah, the sons of covenant are coming because angels did not see the full revelation of Jesus. They do not know before they fell. They still don't know. Even Gabriel does not know. He's a messenger of God. He's a powerful messenger of God. But what is man that you are mindful of him? That means there are certain downloads in you and I that was downloaded by the Spirit of grace that even angels do not understand. But guess what? They bring the tidings. They don't understand Jesus, but they bring the tidings. What I'm saying to you in essence is that there are great advancement and we clap for the world but there's something that is working on the inside of you right now that even angels and all the host of hell do not understand there's a power that is working on the inside of you right now that even angels and the host of heaven do not understand but the problem is you are trying to interpret it as a native man of earth and it's going to be a problem It's going to be a problem. Remember Adam. So you understand now when Jesus said things like, except a man be born again, he cannot see this unseen kingdom. It is impossible. Adam was born. His nativity was earth. He was born. He's a guy. He's a man. He's a full-grown man. Adam was not a baby. He's a full-grown man. He was born. God had to birth him again. Except a man be born again. Born again means the old life must completely go. Including the good of the old life. Including what you call good. Because the best good is still health. No matter how good good is. So one day Jesus was walking through and someone said, Good man, good master. And he said to him, why do you call me good? He said, there's no one that is good except God. In other words, so people would then say, even Jesus said, it's not good. Lie. Jesus said, do you recognize me as God? I am God, Jesus said. But do you recognize me as such? So there is a man the world has not seen. I think this point is important because I want to get into skills that is given by the Spirit that the best man is still man of earth. All our righteousness means nothing to him. Did we finish that scripture? Tell me. What is man that you are mindful of him? Uh. Or the son of man that you take care of him? Don't forget that they, they've just seen man and the son of man. They've not seen the son of God. They don't know. Angels don't know. So the best skill they thought they've got, they taught man in their rebellion against God. So there are worldly music when you hear you say, this song is nice, man. They are taught by angels. They strike the God earth in you. And you don't know when you started dancing. You just shake, well, this is you just dance. You know when you started dancing. I'm talking about a real born again child. You don't know when you started. You just dancing. You, you were even looking for it. But one testify in a certain place. But what I'm saying with this, why does God allow the earth to run first? To show that there are still songs, there are still skills that man has not discovered. When the Spirit of God was upon Basilia, Basilia was anointed to build it exactly as God will. Ah, you didn't hear me. 
he, he was going to cut stones and in those days there's no 3D there's no he was going to cut it exactly like God you tell me that he used ancient instrument no way he used the spirit this skill is more, way more than the skill of the hand of man the Bible shows us something one of the first times that you will help skill in the book of Exodus the Bible says and Esau became skillful but Jacob preferred to be at home He became by practice. That's the man of earth. He became. Would you find that scripture for me? I can help you with it. Let me see. He became skillful. It's somewhere in Exodus. But I love it. The Bible says, but Jacob was contented to be at home. Contented. He was happy. But let's not go. Okay, go there if you're there. Genesis 25, 27. Ah. The boys grew up and Esau became a skillful hunter, uh -huh. a man of the open country, uh -huh. while Jacob was content to stay at home Where? among the tents. Jacob's place was among the tents. So many times we chase becoming skillful. But the son of the promise is not a man of the open field. You know open field, yeah? Into Instagram and stuff. A man of the open field. He becomes skillful. So it's not wrong. It's just earth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So when sin begins to hold you, remember, it is not wrong. Oh uh, yeah. When sin grips you, it is not wrong. You are young. It is not wrong. It's just earth. It has no life of God in it. It is earth. Our pastor scared us with it being wrong and getting you to hell. So after all this, why earth and heaven did not come. So we just say, you know what? Nothing is happening, Joe. But it is earth. It keeps you on earth. But the man who will overcome and subdue this earth must be heaven. In earth's body. It is so difficult that even God wanted to save the earth. But he needs to, Jehoshua has to come. But he has to be heaven. So most of his miracles, he did not pray long for it. Because this is heaven. All his miracles came from within him. Not from words spoken. They are from within. Man, oh God. The earth man was knitted in the mind of God before he was knitted on earth. Come, let us make man in our own image was a revelation with the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. The Word and the breath. The Word, the non-substance in court, and the breath, the substance, this man of skill. The Holy Ghost is the man of skill is the one that makes man almost fever so that he can make tools and work it can produce things it was killed that placed the lion as a lion the skill of lion was given to him by adam because that's domination there was no lion without adam the roars of lion the killing instinct of lion the living instinct of lion was taught the lion by adam how by adam resting upon creature upon creation you didn't hear me. 
the same way God rested upon Adam the word of Adam the word of God to Adam the word of Adam to the animals and that's why the angels also were able to teach man how to tame animals you didn't hear me no you didn't hear that it was God's word to Adam and Adam's word to the animals they were not lions until Adam the naming was not naming ceremonies creation God made the mud Adam gave life to them by naming them telling them purpose is naming your first naming service was when you were ordained as a pastor that is your naming not Obi that's not naming that's earth have you seen earth when you're born in a certain culture they will say we name them on the sixth day they didn't give you purpose they just gave you a name by which earth can recognize you so that's why mostly the name is your native language whatever you are coming from they said this one will be abyssola because that's the word they know that's the language they speak if you go to another country when they want to call you they call you abyssola they'll they, they twist the name right because they also have a name they speak but in god is one name uh-huh. there's only one name in God it's called ordination there's only one name in the spirit it is called ordination so when it comes on you and say you're an evangelist that's why the world does not understand ordination that's our naming that's how we name that's how we brand that's how we know what Shadia is otherwise she's earth you see she can be a pastor all her life if she likes i mean a a good christian all her life but until she became pastor heaven does not understand who is this peter was born probably a good man but you see peter until jesus said follow me and i'll make it that was his ordination otherwise he's earth that's why you saw him when you first saw peter you saw him trying to subdue what he should subdue normally the fish of the sea let us have, let them have dominion over the birds of the air over the fish of the sea but you know what this man oh god Adam, i mean peter knew how to get fish but in his first encounter with jesus is a story of how his skill failed because skills that you become fails uh-huh and they are not even when they don't feel they are not speedy enough for the blessing do you understand that jacob and esau help me holy spirit they are not speedy enough the man of the tent got the food faster and he didn't need to cook Kabayata. he's a homeboy the man of the open field understands how to hunt and he will hunt and as a good man please in that story who was the good or the bad man Jacob was supposed to be the bad man he actually took the good but the bad man becomes good because God does not recognize the good of the earth man yeah in other words it doesn't matter how good the earth man is he will still not have the blessing by the time the earth man comes with his good hunting 
the blessing we say the blessing has run out would you not have thought God should have known who is going to bless uh -uh. no matter how good the earth man is it might be a mighty hunter it might still bring the food but it will not be blessed his earth is still not going to be blessed but he's a good guy this guy worked out you know and the own boy got the blessing you see why the good man wanted to kill him he wants to kill him for lack of integrity he wants to kill him he wants to kill him for lack of everything the good man's got Ooh. but then there's a good man and then there's a God man the God man has been blessed from the womb God has said Esau have rejected and Jacob have loved so it doesn't matter how long he stays at home and it doesn't matter how hardworking Esau is I think that's a prophetic word for a discerning person you will reject what I just said now if you are a very good man because it takes a lot to be good you actually want to be bad but ah, you can't be because you have to be a good boy I say, are you now saying we should be bad men? I'm just saying, do not miss the blessing when it's supposed to come. Because Jacob now says, Mom, 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 come on, Mom, come on, Mom. I don't want to do all those things. I, I'm just going to have to go and work hard like my brother. And the mom would say, Wow, amazing boy. Wow, look at you. Now lie. God will still not bless him. He still won't be blessed. He said, there's a way, I just, I just, I want the blessing, but I, I, I need to do things proper. God says, listen, this blessing will be given in two minutes. The mom says, forget the hunting thing, forget the long thing. Take venison, I've got one in the fridge. The blessing responds to what comes first, it doesn't have sight. blessing is blind I told you that in the walk in the world in the herdsman their blessing is locked he has no sight as well that's why lottery is just uh-huh in the spirit the blessing has no sight it blesses the first offering it don't the blessing does not consider your work why because Christ finished the work already so that anyone does not think by that by the work of the law he will be saved the blessing understands obedience the mom said and I think I've used this before I've told you how the mom is like the Holy Spirit and I told you my own facts why I think so and he told him this is the shortcut there's food in the fridge put it on and go tell him I'm here I'm the blessed one not Esau he's going to walk the Bible says he's a man of the open field now later we found Esau I told you you see, Esau was a hardworking man who hunted for and gave for the for for the for the blessing. Yeah. But later we realized that he, you see that story makes him good. This guy actually went to work. But later we realized that he was a fornicator. Every good man has his deficiency beyond words. So the Bible says that Esau sought forgiveness. We just thought this about hunting. I think a branch in the house of um, um, 
Rebecca before the hunting, he just quickly dashed through. Whilst he was working hard, not Rebecca, um, Angela. Whilst he was working, he quickly went to Angela's house, quickly came and nothing has happened because he's still bringing the goat, the venison, so it's fine. Because the Bible says he was a fornicator. He said he sought forgiveness even with Christ. We didn't know what was happening that day, oh God. Because if you are a man of the field, you will sin the sin of the field in the midst of your hard work. I need you to understand that. The man of the field has sinned the field sin. He's a hurt man. He has no choice. The Bible says he sought forgiveness. So all that we saw was a venison thing. But you see Jacob, oh God, Jacob protected himself from the field. when you're in a corner you don't know you're protecting yourself from certain exposure uh, uh, it was a homeboy it was not the pattern type uh-huh. it was a homeboy so sometimes when you see COD you're praying day and night day and night you're homegirls right you're homeboys let me tell you the blessing is around the corner and when the seed for the blessing comes you will not go and hunt there are many good men out there who have eaten lives because on the field yeah on the field you cannot but sin you can be a diligent man but there is sin in the field there is sin there that outside there <laughs> that's why they find people's children after they've died so I'm your brother that he was diligent but the field is so demanding when you are left outside in the field the demand for the flesh you come back home from the field and you are worn out you have to press the computer and look at all strange stuff because you've been on the field it's not a homeboy Jacob was a homeboy lazy yeah but his homeboy <laughs> uh, where do I go with this tonight if the Bible if, if, if scripture didn't us, we didn't know we just thought it was a meat problem it's a flesh problem it's a health problem the field means the earth the system you will never get from this system and not give to it I'm not just talking about your tax. You will give your body to it. I don't care what the sin of the man of the field is. It would have sin. What am I saying with this? That no one is saved by the work of the law. Should we go back to Moses now? Did we finish it? Did we finish Genesis 25, Pastor? Thank you. Your native language will not change. Let me tell you that as well. You have to superimpose. Your native language is first, not English. It is called sin. So your imagination can run wild on all kinds of sin in the moment, even when you are hearing the word. I don't care, even when you're speaking the word, it can run crazy and you wonder why. And you start beating yourself down. That's your native language. 
And Paul tells you the solution to that. He said, consider it dead. So when your mind runs wild and goes into sin, consider that that's not you. It is your native language. Otherwise, guess what you will do? You will beat yourself down and feel guilty. And once that's happening, it's leading you into sin. It's your nativity. But look at what happens then in Eden. God has breathed into this guy. He rises up now and he has all the programming of what makes him exactly God. Exactly. Nothing in Adam was man. It is God. Completely. Skill. He has skill because the spirit is in him. If Adam opens his mouth to sing, he's correct. If he opens his and to create something is correct. He was both a singer, I meant he was everything, including a preacher. Adam's voice is not what makes him a singer, it is the passport of heaven, it is the realm it belongs to. He's a man of heaven on earth. So, what sells him as music is not his wall, it's not his voice. So if Adam opens his mouth to sing, even if, if his voice is not as sweet as Kelly or, 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 or Pastor Sam's voice, when he begins to sing, it will take people to his own country. They will not go by the power of his earth. Voice is earth. That's why you find many people talented with voice. It is earth. It will not so you can have good voice and you don't take people to that realm. So any other singer in the world to God, if they are going to become great and impact the life of people negatively, Satan must also be involved. Because he has to take them to that other realm. So, but how do you take people to this other realm? God's realm now. You have to be from there. Earth cannot take them there. Do you understand that? So again, I repeat, your voice can be mighty, powerful, but you cannot take them to where you're not from. You just keep them here because voice is earth. But if a man of heaven begins to sing, it will take people to where he's from, albeit however short or long. So that's why I encourage preachers to sing. Because you take them there, it is not your voice. So God breathes on him now. I'm sure Pastor Gifty said, no, they shouldn't sing. Earth. Huh? That's how we were saying. He said, they can sing, but not in church. Maybe <laughs> Pastor Gifty, you know. Because outside her. So Adam wakes up and he has all this skill that he was never thought. Never. Now, God looks at Adam. I want you to hear this. He looks at Adam and he says, It is not good for the earth man to be alone because he's man now. And God did not create another hurt man it takes him from Adam it takes her rather from Adam because I told you this before everything that will now be man will be taken from man now 
so it doesn't matter how much Jesus had to come it will be taken from from Mary even if Joseph does not need to be involved but a man walking with two legs would have to be involved in the taking out of creation meaning increase procreation will have to be from man he will no longer be God now but he's still God do you understand that so the recreation of another man is now a man it's not God no so when Jesus came he said to Peter follow me and I'll make you he didn't say follow God and God will make you so when you see a pastor say follow God and he will make you great that's a lazy liar yeah a lazy liar who has not become something and shifts his responsibility to God because he doesn't want to be copied because he will not live his life in front of people he's a liar he's a politician he's not a pastor because Jesus said we should follow his example and so when Jesus came he said Peter follow me that's a man in Israel and I'll make you fishers of men don't forget the now making of other test versin is from one sample you make one sample right and if that's that's why we were in from Christ he said look to Abraham your father from, from a, the rock from which you were hewn so we were in according to Abraham in the school of faith there's never a time that God does not give us a sample man so it says be ye followers of those who through faith and patience obtain the promise so that the world is filled with physical example they were men who became kings by wisdom on this earth so it gives us men as an example of him so God says to me Toby it's not the issue is not the nations the issue is you if you become me nations will come to you so you can struggle with offense for 50 years all your life it is when you become him then you are ready are you listening to me so you can say well I'm just so offended God says that's fine take your time take your time it's fine but we will use you but we won't reject you but you will not be a vessel why and God says look he says take your time he is ancient of days so it's like how much time do you need He's ancient of this. Say, so I really, Pastor, I just wanted to know I struggle with forgiveness for 15 years. I said, Wow, take your time. Do you need another 35? Take your time. Because if he told you to be patient, he is patient. Uh, love is patient. <laughs> love is very patient. There's no rush. So I'm just battling with this sin in my body. God says, Listen, my grace is sufficient. Take your time. But what I'm saying tonight is it takes that man out of the man because there is no structure for Eve without Adam. Since we want him to, we want her to help him to become. But this thing switches now. On this earth, there was a tree. And God says, this is going to be the test of wisdom. Because to obey God is to his wisdom. This is going to be the test of loyalty because Adam, we don't know unless there's something there and God placed it in the center of the garden so they can see it every day. 
to be tempted so that they can prove loyalty. This woman comes. Remember, the download is not in the woman. She's from Adam's body, not from Adam's spirit. The two shall become one flesh, not one spirit. That's why you will not enter heaven as a couple. You can love each other, but you're not going to stray into heaven. Say, Miss, they will not call you Mr. and Mrs. Akokia. Please come in. No, it's going to be Sam. Because they are not one spirit. They are one flesh. So the moment the flesh ceases, marriage ends. Because there's no marriage in the kingdom of heaven. So, this woman has flesh now. Started speaking to the serpent. The one, don't forget, when the angels fell, this is what is important to me tonight. When they fell, they taught men everything that is wisdom. They taught him music. They taught him how to make a living. They taught him how to use his hands as homophoba still, but not the one plugged with God, not the God homophoba. So there is a God homophoba who still goes to work, but is God. Then there is the earth homophoba who goes to work, but is earth. The earth man will still bring an offering to God. And we can't get to that story. That's the story of Cain and Abel. There were two kinds of homophobia. They both can walk, but the walks were different. Moses and Christ both can walk, but the walk is different. But they are very similar. Why are they similar? They were both made by God. The Adam before the fall and the Adam after the fall is both made by God. Are you listening to me tonight? So their work will look so the same. They, they put sweat when they are working. But their sweat is different. Cain brought an offering to God. Abel brought an offering to God. But the Bible says, but God accepted Abel. Not his offering. God accepted Abel. Then his offering. But God rejected Cain. So therefore... Cain's offering was rejected. Cain went ahead after being caused by God to build a great city. Did you hear what I just said? Cain went ahead and built a great city. The civilized city of the world was built by Cain after he died. Guess what Abel did? Abel died and his blood speaks. You didn't hear what I just said. Cain a physical structure that was great. It was the civilization of the new earth. Can pronounce behold the birth of the new earth even after I was cursed by God but Abel's blood speaks. Are you listening to me? Abel's blood became the example of that which is going to be better. Abel's voice never stopped because it's the first voice of faith. Faith, seed gives you voice in all generation, not in one. You see, when Cain pronounced, Behold the dawn of the new earth, because he's built a great city. Now, what he calls the dawn of a new earth, yeah, you won't live there today. 
it was a great civilization but if they took you to Kent City you'll just be like this is rubbish wow you're going to live in ruins because whenever man declares a new earth it is substandard way substandard to another new earth but you see Cain's blood is standard it is faith given his faith it stays forever anyways this woman comes started to talk to this fallen angel they were speaking and the fallen angel taught her the act of work how to pluck the fruit of good evil her eyes got open to the realm of work she became immediately an adult she entered adulthood she knew how this world works right away she understood it immediately she's now a grown woman she now sees all those word things that we just sit down as homeboy remember that adam was a homeboy in the cool of the day all he does is to have conversation with god but not for the man and that's the reason god had to show you two different men because eve was a man out of a man right uh-huh so but with ability to reproduce men so he opens the eyes of this other man so this man made by god and this man made from a god man they are very similar very similar but very different huh. how do i say this tonight so you can meet a christian who is not a christian they are very similar they will share common sense they will say i give to but <laughs> That's not the way we, we give. No, 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 no. That's not. That's not giving. It's very similar. It looks the same. If you don't understand the word from the word, huh? So when Jesus was in the garden, Satan brought the word. It's word. But it's the teaching. The same thing this guy did to Eve. He brought the word. It's the he knows the only thing Adam will respond to his word. So he brought word and said, if you are the son of God, it's the same. Jesus would have said, I'm, of course I'm the son of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I will give you everything. Would have said, this is the earth. The earth belongs to God and I'm getting it back. Praise God. God, you understand. Oops, I'll fly down. It's still the man of the earth. It's still Adam. So I guess what I'm trying to say to you tonight is that they are similar. Ah, they are twins. Ah, God help me tonight, please. They are, they are Esau and Jacob. They are Cain and Abel. They came from the same earth. Their nativity was earth and they were both made by God. But one was made for rejection. The other was made for acceptance because if you don't make, make the one for rejection, you will not know what acceptance means. If you don't see the manifestation of the flesh, you will not see the superiority of the spirit. 
whatever advancement you see when Cain says behold the civilization of the earth like when Enomon says behold this new world God is saying I hope the men of the spirit can hear me that they look the same so he can say it's the power of my vision at work focus they look the same because when you say vision the Bible says vision as well when you say at work the Bible says about progressive work as well when you say giving to charity the Bible talks about giving as well charity looks like giving but it is not giving are you listening to me? it is not the giving of the word is not given for they are two different people how do I say this now when Jesus was talking about the return of the son of man he said two will be going to the market he said the old one will be taken he's a man of the heaven that will be taken he said two will be sleeping on the same bed he said two one will be taken and we've always just zeroed this down to rapture uh, and rapture for believers is disappearance no rapture is Enoch he walked with God and he was not he walked into eternity he's a man of heaven that occupies this earth in other words what they are telling us is that he's somewhere still on this earth we just can't see him if you walk into a realm you will see him ah, how do I say this now he did not die remember you know the physical in court heaven you would have to die to enter it because it's only for spirit not bodies it's still here Imagine Enoch is still on earth. Have you ever dipped that before? Should I just close tonight? The native man, he looks very similar. He's in you right now. He looks similar, very similar to the man of heaven. But he learns. He can look at Adam say Spark Nation I'm, I'm a national I'm a fam family member yeah but then after that he listens to the serpent as well so he's juggling both stuff and they look very similar when motivational speakers speak they speak vision too they look similar but the issue is the flesh man cannot dominate he cannot subdue and even if it seems like he does those two he cannot replenish he will deplete the earth it takes from the earth only to end up in the earth because his native language is where we return to his native country is the dust Jesus said he said dust are thou to dust you will return that's man that's his native country I look like me, but I'm not me. You have your weakness and it looks like you. When your mind begins to sin, it looks like you, but that's not you. It looks very similar. Can I tell you another thing that looks similar? God in you. So when the Spirit is speaking to you, it's like your own voice still. So there's a problem here. There's a problem because the earth man looks like you. The God man looks like you. So now you'll be in doubt. Who is speaking to me? Is this God or me? 
because these three voices now are you listening to me tonight they both look exactly like you <laughs> calm down Pastor Nicky we'll get there <laughs> I think he said I wish I can kill the other one so how do you know who is who now then because don't forget they were both from the same womb in fact they both bring offering in no case was any of them lacking an offering Esau brought offering Cain brought offering none of them was rebellious against offering Esau didn't say ah, ah this man is dying and he's asking us for food oh, me, I oh, he went to look for it Cain didn't say well, I've not seen this God before he also brought an offering so they both offer they are both Christians but they are not both chosen I told you why there were two at the cross of Jesus it was two people one at the right one at the left and they were both in the same profession but they are not the same because Jesus himself is two that's why he's got two names both your name is just saying you are two. So what's your name? And so what's your father's name? So be careful the father's name that you bear because you're just saying I am current. So then I am the past two. Both is me. I'm two. Otherwise, why do we have two names on earth? Have you ever thought of why we have two names? Because you're two. And they are both very similar. You are similar to your dad. Very similar. But they are not the same. And both of them exist in this one body, making you tripartite. <laughs> are you listening to me? So if you don't become the name God calls you, you'll become one of those two that you carry around now. And you say, I'm Mrs. Blah, 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 whatever. Okay, for those of you who are married, <laughs> complication. You're like 15. It's two. Let me try and stop tonight without getting into how do you know who is who now then? Remember that Adam did not know any he didn't know from the time that God brought him from the dust he does not know any Adam all he knows is Christ because the word has entered the moment he became two for one if came then he became many even though two because now he has ancient wisdom he knows good and evil and the first thing they saw was that they were naked because once you become an adult in this world you will first see your deficiencies the things that you should have by now that you don't have you've eaten that stuff the man that you met on earth has fed you something 
Satan was met here and it was not bad it was just rebellious it was a guy who knows his right from his wrong he knows his right from his left and he just thought if he said you know look have you, let's actually just think about this you know Eve was not evil in the perspective of earth because they actually found themselves naked but from the perspective of heaven their nakedness was the glory of God you didn't hear me how do I say this according to earth she was not evil she was just Eve she was no longer Isha she was Eve so for earth the only thing God said to them was okay you know what here God's in court what the Christians call curse he said from the sweat of your brows you will heat he's just saying it is now going to be you providing for you whereas the word used to provide for you huh, it will be from your worries and your anxiety that you will now be motivated to till the earth and you will struggle to eat that was the cause of man it was going to eat look how do I say this I, I tell you if you do not worry about your life anymore everything works out Jesus then told them the story of the lilies of the valley and said look at Solomon he was a king still a worker whatever you want to call him he was so rich for his work he said but look at the lilies they are more clothed they have more clothed than, than Solomon I hope you deep what Jesus says there. Jesus says, their life almost has no purpose other than to tell you that we are more glorified than Solomon. He said, they live in the morning and by night they are dead. God don't need them that much. He said, but look at them, they are so beautiful. He said, which one of you can add a cubit of measure to your life by worrying? Everything works out if you're a man of heaven. Did you hear what I just said tonight? But you see, the flesh man, there's a problem with him. He cannot but worry. And then he's still you. Then you hear Pastor Tobis tonight and you are encouraged. But in that same womb, is two people. He says, see how arrayed they are. They are so beautiful. They have all manner of clothes. Not even Solomon can match them in all his splendor. He said, how much more you? He's talking to the man of heaven there. He's talking to the woman of heaven. He's not talking to the guy who has eaten the fruit. The fruit can be, you know, you can Google the outcome of something. That's the flesh man. He will Google it and it will begin. His mind is now worried because he's found information. Where is this tree now? It's right in your hand, the phone, the computer. The, the tree of good evil is right there. You're plucking. In fact, Eve only had one. Some of you, you've made a juice out of it. You've made juice. You have stockpile of it. You, you even worry that you don't have worry for tomorrow. So you take worry and you store it up and you say, just so that I can have a fruit to eat. Like, how am I going to survive in 2029? How am I going to live? He said, I'm putting this money aside for 2072 
when I retire, really, really, that's the man who has eaten postdated fruit even. He ate the fruit of the future. He said, I, this just for 2027. 20, he says, he says, he's listening to his pastor, his mother, his shrink, and he said, plan because evil does not plan to fail, does not plan to fail, stuff like that. You see those words, they are very good, but they are earth. Evil does not plan, plans to fail. And when you earn that earth, you will say, wow. You say, hmm, hmm, hmm. Then you are planning something you have no power on. Because before you accept those kind of words, you should just remember that plan for death as well. Because you can plan all you like and die tomorrow. So, no. For I know the plan. I know the thought that I have towards you. He planned so that I can live purpose. Because if I'm to plan, I will shortchange myself. I will plan below and I will be walking in the straight jacket of what I think is mine. Eve did not do anything wrong. She was just caring for her family, earth. And guess what she did? She dragged the man back to where God brought him from. That day Adam became earth. So guess what happened? When he sees from the sweat of your... He said, you, he said thorns and barriers and barriers with the earth produce. Look at that cross. I wanted to read it. He said, the earth will produce thorns for you. Why? What does that mean? He's saying, I created you to have dominion, to be fruitful. It will not be the earth. It will not be the weather condition that will tell you what farming, I mean, agriculture and farming on the land will bring. It will be from the inside of you because it will not be the earth that is fruitful. It will be you. Once you are fruitful, even if you get to the barren earth, land, it would have no choice but to respond to your fruitfulness. Did you hear that? Now, that's very important for you. It is man that is fruitful, not the earth. But man has dominion over the earth. So when man sows there, it will have to produce fruit. The fruit will not be controlled by the weather. It will not be summer, winter, da da da, raining season. The rain will come from the inside, not from the outside. Are you listening to me tonight? The only time rain came from the outside when was when God wanted to destroy the earth. So when a fruitful man stands on the barren earth, the barren earth will produce because the fruitfulness is from the inside. So God was saying, it is you, Adam, that we have discussion with. Forget the earth. It will always bring forth his fruit. You understand that? But you dictate. So you will see that in Isaac. The Bible says, and Isaac sowed in that land in that year. That was a year of famine. Famine is caused by no rain, yeah? No favorable uh, weather condition. He said, but and Isaac sowed in that land in that year and he reaped a hundredfold. In other words, the earth was not responding to weather. It was responding. Remember, there are two things. When your earth responds to weather, it will almost look like, yeah, well, it's the weather. It's our life. It's London City. It's Nigeria. It's Togo. It's South Africa. It's just the No, your earth will respond to you. Are you listening to me? Because it's found the man that has dominion over it. So what God did when Adam fell is it just read out what happens to the earth man. He said, Adam, where you are coming from, this is what used to happen to you. You died. This is what killed you. No, you didn't hear me. What killed you was the earth was not responding to you. You were dead. Talk to me. Let's read the riot heart. To Adam he said, what did he say? Because you listened to your wife. Do you hear that? 
because you listen to the earth this why because you listen to your wife uh-huh and ate fruit from the tree about which i commanded you you must not eat from it cursed is the ground because it of tells him the ground will not produce for you adam wasn't sowing and reaping adam needed stuff and the earth produced for him this is what God is saying for you when you need stuff earth will produce for you because you have dominion over it that's the kind of grace I want you to carry from tonight when you need something it will be produced for you because the earth will yield an increase you'll see the blessings in Deuteronomy 28 when God bless them he said the earth will yield bountifully for you that's what is going to characterize your month of March the earth will produce for you when they see you the earth will bring forth of his fruit because the earth will see the man seed you become the seed so when you're sown on this earth because you have dominion over it in other words what I'm putting upon you tonight is that nothing will be more powerful than you in the name of Yehoshua the earth will produce for you I wonder where the bread that Jesus fed them with came from the earth produced that bread are you listening to me when he saw earth and he saw the man with dominion over the earth Jesus told them sit in groups and he blessed it the man of heaven no wonder the bible says and he looked up to heaven not to say oh father you are there no he he's saying i'm a man from there i'm not a man from here so here you may say bread is scarce but where i come from there's no scarcity so therefore the earth must produce bread are you listening to me tonight jesus did not work for that bread that's why peter or whoever was speaking to jesus said about a six month wages he says the man of earth can also provide this bread but we have to walk for a while and Jesus said uh, let's let's be homeboys you know that's your language Jesus said let's be homeboy let me show you where I come from he looked up to the heavens and he blesses the bread he tells him at home and they walk on Shabbahaya he says at home this is not how it works at home it works a bit differently at home we have provision that we did not work for we have houses that we did not build we have wells that we did not dig at home there is a shortcut to the blessing at home that's why he blessed it he, every miracle of Jesus was a parable. He blessed it. He put the blessing upon earth material. Are you listening to me? You must curse the ground for your sake. Through painful toil. Did you see that? Who do you remember had painful toil again? Esau. The earth man. Through painful toil. You will eat food from it. Uh-huh days of your life as long as man is alive it does not matter if he is Bill K. Warren Buffett Elon must put in one body it will still be true painful toil as they are now they are battering depression and betrayal um, um, whatever you know what these people deal with battling it toil they won't say they say rich men don't sleep but you're already rich now you have billions why are you still sleeping two hours it's painful toil it's the curse that man inherited from Adam why is this toil because he's saying I have 100 and blah 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 trillion billion I have it but I'm still not dominating even one fourth of the world but Peter Paul was a preacher I don't understand 
and he took one fourth of the world because the other guy said I am a billionaire but this dominion thing is bubbling inside them when you meet them just introduce Jesus to them because that's the dominion they are looking for and outside of it that's what you have and Satan wants you to trade that for money no upon that is money are you listening to me hold on to that which you have received hold on to it tight strong that's your Osho but we see Jesus you still didn't read that scripture did you okay finish this and we read it it will produce thorns and thistles it said whatever you toil for what you will still get is thorns and thistles so Forbes list is just book of funds the richer you get the more funds you have by your side you can't go everywhere you can't do everything you can't trust nobody nobody is thorns so the billions produce thorns and thistles they cannot sleep now Jesus says come unto me all you will labor this is labor so guess why Satan wants you to take you out of the world so that you can't give peace to the world because you are looking for what they are looking forward to it will produce thorns and thistles for you uh -huh. and you will eat the plants of the field who was eating that again let me see Esau the man of the field so what plants were they eating before they were eating plants at home Eden was home guys that's where I'm going with that Eden was home they were at home with God and that's where they eat but he sends them into the field and I said look you become a field man what's your field what's your field my field is medical doctor science doctor whatever yeah right field man What's your field of expertise? My field is, um, I am a psychologist in field. <laughs> I'm laughing. So, but do you know Jesus? Because if it is field, you will sin. There's sin in the field. You will eat from the plants of the field. If they will still eat. They will eat. Why will be from the plant of the field? Talk to me quickly. By the sweat of your brow, you yeah. will eat your food ah. until you return to the ground. Did you see that? It said your final destination is ground. You will go back to where I brought you out from, but you will not subdue it. So in the ground, you would have to negotiate and negotiate and negotiate and eventually the ground will give you little. Before you get that little, you will sweat. Eh? You will sweat. Even you will know that I, that's why people say, my hard earned money. I worked hard. Adam, listen. You will then see that those who didn't work like you will still dominate you. Uh, so that's why hard working righteous men are angry. So how can they have that? Yeah, how, how can he have the blessing? So as God lives, I will kill him. So they are eating on the inside. But what you don't know is that the ate against Jacob just sends him to where he needs to go. The guy just goes to Laban's house. <laughs> imagine, imagine God. This guy is running from trying to be killed from cheating his brother. And the first thing is he encounters God. And God appears to him and says, look, the blessing Isaac gave you, forget it. The earth you are standing on, I will give you. 
God didn't say you 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 pretended ah Jacob man you pretended to be Esau well let me just let you know forgiving you first um let's do the deal now no he God appears to him and he saw a ladder on this ladder angels were ascending and descending meaning let us carry you then the guy forgot he's a home guy he says just give me just Fendi and champagne he said raiment and wine he says he doesn't understand yet I said we will give you the earth what Adam did not get we want to give you he said I just need clothes I need drip and I need enough champagne I'll be fine then 20 years after God comes back and said the same thing as if to say I had time and I've been waiting here still in Bethel for you all this while Jacob you are not a man of work you are a man of alignment you work also because you are aligned because again you know what the flesh man just heard in my preaching they just heard it is don't walk just sit down somewhere no I just told you it's similar they both walk Adam was walking in Eden then Adam was walking on the field Jacob was at home then Jacob was walking in the field Esau was at home then he was walking in the field you choose one realm it's the same I bet your mind still runs into sin occasionally right it's you but it's not you then real sin is to accept that you and carry it out in the body if you refuse to it has no power over you it's your native language it doesn't know how to interpret anything called pleasure it your native language does not understand pleasure. Pleasure for it is what was he saw his uncle or auntie doing when he was young. Then he saw it on TV. They interpreted it for him and, and, and put it in words. Then he says, it's pleasure. I told you. How can a man say, I'm enjoying life? How? You were sitting in a party dancing all night. Then you drink. Then you sit back. Then you dance and you, you say, ah, I'm just enjoying life. How can that possibly be life? How can it be enjoyment? I don't understand. I don't know if you've looked back at your party days. You say, I was enjoying. You were just dancing. You dance, 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 got tired, drunk, drunk, drunk. You were not enjoying. It can't be enjoyment. But you see, from your nativity, whatever they told you was enjoyment becomes enjoyment you understand that from your native country now what do you enjoy now when you switch countries you enjoy the world that is enjoyment now living purpose some people when you give you enjoy it's like breath of life even though you don't have any money in that other native country because in that other native country they say if you have money on and but what you should have clogged about that native country is that even if you have that money and you feel secure guess what happens to it it finishes do you understand that so given or not given does not keep it or let it go it just punishes you <laughs> holding it punishes you 
So you are under torment. Because as you are seeing it depletes little by little, you are getting more tormented. Then you have to go to the field. And you're wondering what is going on. So if you gave it, yeah, it's still... So I'm saying that in that native country, having it still does not make you happy. I want to close now. So, what are you saying, Pastor? You're watching tonight, and in your native country called human, underneath the water, there are things that are not bad. It's just if you're depressed, it's your native country. If you feel little, it's Adam's nativity. But guess what tonight? When Christ came, he put the whole of heaven into you. How do you walk in heaven? Respond to him. Ask the spirit of God to fill you more and more. Each time you come for service, you're asking the spirit of God to fill you more and more. And it might send you out to walk, but now it is not you walking according to your native language. In your native country, it is go to school, get a job, get a life, then you die. Either you marry or not, you will still die. Either you have kids or not, you will still die. They will die. Everything just goes back to the ground. And from the day you were born till the day you die, it will be this story. He said, you will sweat until death. No matter how much a good man thinks he has his life put together and he got a life, the life will still die. The problem is when he's older, he will regret every purpose he did not leave. Everything he did not do. Because he will wake up that is why Solomon ends his life saying vanity upon vanity everything God allowed him to experience everything and he still realized that you see the man of that nativity he goes back to his own country so I know you have also born again one day this body will die too but this is the question when this body dies it actually starts living for a man of heaven the only thing that happens is he also has two bodies he has body terrestrial and body celestial it's simple don't worry terrestrial means terrain it is body given to it for this earth celestial means supreme divine he says, so do you not know that there, are, there is body terrestrial for this terrain and then there is celestial body? Not church, no, it's body. The one that will enter. So guess what? Guess what's going to happen? This is so sweet. I love this one. Guess what is going to happen? When we cease to live in this body, we just continue in this body. This body all of a sudden cannot decay anymore. Maybe the good news is you won't have to bath every morning anymore or brush your teeth because it won't decay. So, oh my God, I love this one. So, oh God, oh God, I, I wish you deep what I'm about to say. When it ceases, pity will just continue to be pity because it's already used to being heaven. It will not be afraid of death because it will just keep being Sam. It will still be speaking as Sam. Just as easy as that. It does not die. It just continues in another body. And everybody that is in that body will see him as the body in that body. 
You did heavy. So when we say, and I will rise among the saints, the saints will see you as dummy. So in that life, I will see dummy. Oh God, I love this. As dummy is, why will some go to hell, so to speak? Because the saints will not be able to know them. We won't know them. Because when they translate to that body, their real self will come in. You didn't understand. The part of dummy of faith that we cannot see will take, God forbid, will take them to the side they belong to. But among the saints, those of us who are already working in purpose, those of us who are not trying to build a life for ourselves, we live for the master. We will see ourselves as we are and as he is. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. We will see ourselves just exactly. You won't see another kind of pity. You will see the pity that preaches, not the pity that talks to you in dinner. That one is another boy. You always say when pity starts preaching, it's another guy. This is the guy you will see. This is his art. You will see him as he is. So if you've ever seen him in the realm of the spirit, you will see him glowing. You will see him as a powerful figure. If you've ever seen Pity in your dream, you will see him as a different guy. He comes with authority. The kind of authority he's preaching with the one that does counseling with you is the other guy. And he will consider you and say all the sort of things. But the one sitting here is the one you will see in eternity. And he has to have met you so that he can see you. If he hasn't met Obi, I don't know who he is. We will not be in the same realm. So Shadia is not going to be different. It will be the same authority. Not the Shadia that I know in the flesh, but the one when she's speaking or operating in her own local area, the one I see. I'll say that's her. I will recognize her. That's why we will in court fly together. That's why we will reign in that world together because we're already partners in this world. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me tonight? So as he is... So are we in heaven? No. So are we in this world? So when Jesus has taken over your complete self, you are not trying to eat like Adam. You are him on earth. So I'm asking you to reign in life. You see, brethren, your own training is different. I don't know what other pastors tell them. But you're different. A royal priesthood. What forms you? This world. The word that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. The, what is this word doing? Resting completely on you. That's why it cannot be 10 minutes and 20 minutes. It has to rest on you till your attention, till it has your undivided attention because it knows your country is calling you, your place of birth is calling you. Tear that native passport. Tear it. I don't know what color it is. Tear it. Burn it tonight. See, I take the passport of heaven completely tonight. We will rise among the saints and we will reign on earth. For as he is, so are we in this world. All is totality. Did we read that scripture? Don't stop. Did we read that scripture? For we see Jesus. Tell me. Read it, don't worry. Did you see that? It made him a little lower for a while than the angels. Tell me. Did you see what he set him over? He made him, he did not work as the CEO because he formed everything. He set him over the works. Shakabalaba Sataya. Rikano Priyaka. Do you see that? You are set over all the work. This 
those works are not set over you. The earth is not set over you. Situations and circumstances are not set over you. There is nothing you are going through tonight that is over you. You are above all because you are from above. And set him over the works of your hand. Uh -huh. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. Hey, did you see that? One minute. You've put all things, all things, 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 spiritual things are not things, things, man's things. You have put all things in subjection under his soul snatching, his feet, out good upon the mountains, at the feet of those who spread the good news upon the mountains, out good upon the mountains. So let me tell you, when you take the gospel to banking, it is not Abba in banking, it's the gospel. She cannot go as Abba and gospel. It will not work. She has to go as the gospel because you have put all things in subjection under his feet. What is his feet? The good news. But he used the word mountains there. I didn't want a church of the converted. I wanted the street. I wanted the world pastors to be on, in pop culture. That as they mentioned, they are Jay-Z, they'll mention pastors. So I didn't ask God for the church, they converted. I asked him for the street and that's what you've got. I didn't want there to be decisions made on the street without you being considered. You put all things in subjection under his feet. So you're subjecting the mountains is correspondent to your gospel sharing. If you are not sharing the gospel of the Lord Jesus, there is no reason why the mountains should be subjected to you. You have put all things in subjection. The soul winning group is the mountain taking group. The soul snatching team is the mountain taking team because it put all things in subjection under his feet. Tell me. For in that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing. That is not put under him. Did you see that? he left nothing banking he left nothing entertainment world is not going to be a sleepover it's not going to be well we don't know if he will take that before it comes it will not come until he has taken it I heard Pastor Sam say the other day he said the Lord is not coming he said Chai, if old pastors get this tape oh my God I'm finished but then I thought, can we just pause and tell them, did you just notice when they've said it's coming, it's coming, and it's not coming? They must, can we pause for a minute and say, I think there's a problem here. At least so, can we still think a little that this is an issue? Great men, since I was born, they had vision of old men appearing to them from a bush and say, I am coming tomorrow. And they went to their churches and preached there, and people were crying. But I'm grown now. I'm going to be 40 years now. Like this vision came when we were 15 years old. I'm 40. I'm still here. Even the man that saw the vision has changed his mind because after that money has come, he now has bodyguards, soldiers. Like, oh, what, what happened? His promises are not, he's not slacking his promises. Maratana is behold the Lord cometh. Ah. 
it said to them when they you know when the disciples meet in marketplace he said behold the Lord cometh they didn't know they were speaking to themselves you will manifest did you see that command he said when you meet in marketplace on the mountains of skill when believers begin to speak the same language to each other and they know they are here for the gospel the believers you still meet in the marketplace so they are just people trying to convert you to their churches and silent about their faith you are a gospel man he left nothing the leadership of this city he didn't leave it the presidency of African countries he left nothing the new banking world he left nothing that was not put under him talk to me you see that we've treated this before but now we do not yet see all things put under him he's a realistic preacher so we don't see it and say well we're gonna take the mountain we're gonna take this i told you number one thing in the nation family is that this ecosystem must be perfect before he sells it to the world so those of you still disagreeing with your brother or sister there's gonna be a problem and he's got time it's got to be a perfect, perfect, is it specimen or sample before it sells it. Otherwise, we are not marketable. We would destroy the kingdom whilst we think we are building it. Nine, let me stop, please. But, but we see Jesus. End of story. We do not see all things put under him, but we see Jesus. So he said, let's figure this out now. There was nothing that was not under the feet of Jesus. So look at him. Then you'll see everything under our subjection. There was no lack of bread. There was no lack of people with Jesus. There was lack of nothing. When there are five loaves and two fish, fish came out of nowhere loaves was everywhere but he was not dead thinking about his mom well you know um, from the family I'm coming from let me quickly multiply bread and take it home no way if his mom was in the congregation the mom would eat bread if she's at home she would die of hunger she, or she would have to walk for bread
shall return. He shall return in robes of white, the blazing sun shall pierce the night, and I will rise among the saints, my gaze transfixed on oh, we see Jesus. He shall return, he shall return in robes of white. The blazing sun shall pierce the night, and I will rise among the saints. tell you what God is doing in this season and in you making you stronger on the inside so that everything outside can be subject to you you don't know if you are stronger than what has not tested you you don't know the integrity of a bridge is tested by the weight so as a scientist, you can build it and say, wow, this is a strong bridge. And a sci- imagine a scientist say, you can commission the bridge, let it go through. Um, because in my opinion, it's a strong bridge. That's a mad engineer or scientist or something. That's crazy. You test it with weight. Even if in your opinion and in your scientific mind and everything you have, you've built it right. Yeah? It still has to be tested. So you can say by the principle of this, I put this, I put this. Mm, go thumbs up, governor. Open it. Let everybody be passing. You kill people, or at least they assume you kill them. So they test the integrity of it. They put weight on it. Be careful when what you say when there is burden on you. Be careful because sometimes the weight is taken off does not mean the miracle has happened it just means that everyone has withdrawn so you can't take it we can't this one this bridge and sometimes it will go back to make you more powerful that's all good but it will take time sometimes just lend to you to the spirit even in your pain and say I can't take this it's heavy but you know what thank you Holy Spirit thank you anyways 
Say, this one can take it. I don't know why Joseph had to go through all that. I don't know what that has to do with the whole world coming to buy food from him. But it has something to do. Nation family, listen to me. Our story is very peculiar. Because there is something at the end of this that eyes have not seen. It's not people's opinion about you or your opinion about yourself. No. There's something, and I don't think I've seen it fully, but there's something. That's why our story is peculiar. There's something peculiar. We can take it. The integrity of this bridge is solid. Imagine all of you came out of every in court persecution or whatever and came out final. You just made a statement. We can't take it. You made a statement. And you know where this makes sense. There's still no church that I know of your age and your demography that's gone through that didn't even go through anything that as, as many people as you and that can give as you so how can you go through all that still don't meet as a church still and then you are still stronger how God is saying either you are in court persecuted or not you still die those most churches we met are dead and they were not in any newspaper <laughs> they still died how native country called them back these guys did everything to please people. Everything. Everything. They, fall, they have church complaint line, complaint number. They say, yes, sorry. Sorry, I know. How are you? Please don't be annoyed. And they still died. They still died because that's the cause of Adam. But look at you. Every arrow shot at you. Every stone. And still you didn't die. Even your enemies know you are the biggest movement. Ow! God just telling you something. If you fear, you die. If you don't fear, you die. If you live in this realm, you will die. And there's a superior realm. How do I pray for you and, my, and myself tonight? Courage. To blindfold you and get into the realm of the spirit. Courage. To live in just that one realm. Courage. And the spirit of discernment to see the you that is very similar. For some of you, the you that you came into Christ or into the nation family with did not die. But it's just similar. It's just, it's the flesh using the spirit. There were two realms in the garden. The spirit realm, Adam, and Eve, the earth realm. And they gave Adam the choice. Walk in the spirit live in the spirit nothing on the earth will fail you you will not fail you're not going to fail you're not going to end poor nothing is going to kill you you won't fail you know you can look at a COD and say young people where are you all going with this you're going to great place I'm telling you but it's not been seen before that's why your route is different thank you for understanding thank you for the word thank you for the spirit of grace we refuse to deny the spirit of grace that lives inside us 
everyone wherever you are i need you to pray in the spirit for two minutes tonight as they worship lift up your hands in the name of yehoshua and just worship jesus praying in the spirit building up your most holy faith we receive strength as a church as a movement we receive strength for, for real growth in this realm in the name of jesus i just need you to worship so you don't have to repeat this and just worship Everyone, lift up your hands and pray in the Spirit. You're saying, I yield to the me that is God. Praise God. Malik Abahad. Christian would say, oh, pastor, uh, we thank God for your love. Uh, uh, your, your preaching is long. Oh, wow, it's like two hours. Uh. I said, praise God. It's not his native language. Let that same man turn on film, television. It's his native language. Five hours. He will never say movie is long <laughs> because it's your native language. How do you know you've been saved from that native language? The things that appeal to them don't appeal to you. A normal national cannot wait for the word. Because the word is your country. When you sit under the word, you are in your country. You're just enjoying it. I'm not saying you don't watch movies or entertain yourself. But it is not your native language. So when your native country is calling you, you know how to switch that thing off. It doesn't matter how interesting it is is not your native language. The word is your native language. So no matter how sweet the food is, when the spirit says stop eating, you know. And you don't say oh, it's your native language. You know native language when they are eating. And you know food. You eat it till you die. You know how food works. You eat it to the place where you feel pain. Now she can't move. One part of the stomach is like this. Then she goes to the bathroom. 
Because the Bible says you will die. You know how food works. You, you are eating it. Look, if there is a bigger example that's not bigger than this, you are eating it. It's sweet in the mouth and it's hot in the belly. Now you want to sleep. You roll on this side. You roll. You are rolling everywhere. What you were eating was sweet. And like a fool, we ate it till we die. That's death. Because it's your native language. But when she's eating her native language, her eyeball is like... And then she can't breathe anymore. Then she unties her belt. Native. Say she's not a spiritual man. Let me tell you, you don't need to go deep. She's finished eating now. Then they say his daughter and this guy is huge. He's so huge, can't stop eating. Then you say a huge person cannot prophesy to you. It's not listen. Look, I don't care. This is he cannot say, Ah, oh, thought says that there's nothing the Lord is saying. He's struggling. Tell him or her, open your eyes. Go back home. Pray fast. Pray in the spirit. Stop that thing. Stop it. Because the man of the earth eats everything and anything. It does not stop. It does not stop. It's native country. A native country. When he sleeps, his two eyes are open. I mean, he, he, no, no, no. His two eyes are closed. The native language. They are beating it. So, uh, 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 uh. He's gone to his country. He's not a spiritual man. He's not a man that the spirit can wake up. He says, I love my sleep. I love movies. I love my big can of coke. He's drinking it. He's drinking it. And his native country is the one calling him. And the spirit says, stop. Don't eat that thing. Stop. Wake up, pray. But his native country says, no. No, I, I will prophesy to people when I wake up. I'll prophesy to them. He's using you as a, as a, as a, as a, as a, as practice for hallucination. A spiritual man, that's the first thing I taught the sons. It's okay because the other man of the flesh too can fast. He can self-deny for food because he wants to keep weight. But it's not spiritual. Otherwise, all the gym people will be spiritual. They are not spiritual. They're not. When the spirit of that native country comes, I taught the sons, your brothers here, your, your, the first thing I taught them is how to live a fasting life. It's simple. How to just stop eating. How to stop when the food is the sweetest. Just say, no, no. It's expedient and for your nativity, it's not wrong. It's not wrong to be obese and to keep eating everything. It's not wrong. It's native. It's normal. So I'm not saying it's sin. And I also appreciate that there are people who get sized up. That's the polite word. And it's not because they eat a lot of food. It's, it's gin, right? I, I appreciate that. They say scientists say. 
Pastor Dami just told me it happens. And I'm not saying don't eat what you like, but for, don't forget this. And this is not creation of religion. No, forget it. Don't worry. I'm just saying it's not about shaming size of people's body. This is about spiritual stuff now. Saying, do you understand when to stop? A movie can be so interesting and everyone says, stop. Ah, you say this thing is sweet. Then you ignore heaven. You say, that's just my head. Then when you finish, you say, let me go and worship the Lord. Hallelujah, living stone. Worship the Lord. Holy, holy, holy. After preaching, I need you some. It's a holy, are you Lord? What? Native. I'm just joking. I'm just joking with you. So there are simple things. So the native language is not wrong. There must be celebration. You must eat well. You must rejoice in food because it's also God's presence. But there are times the Holy Spirit says, let me see this guy. Sleeping. He says, I can't leave this. He said, we know it's time for Spirit Nation, but mm, this food. So you wonder why Daniel was like he was. There's nothing wrong with the king's delicacies. It's not sin. Well, you see Daniel, yeah? I'm just going to test this thing. So that's not stop. Rejoice in your food. Enjoy what you eat. But understand portion. Understand that when the flesh is enjoying a lot, when he's happy and he's excited, you have to check with your spirit. Yeah. When he's excited, wow. Just hold on to your spirit and hear sometimes the spirit says eat on enjoy yourself but always just hear yeah always just hear don't always be your native person Jesus I surrender Jesus of Jesus be upon you. May the love of God rest upon you. May the understanding of the Spirit be upon you. May you understand these things as spiritual people and not as flesh people. In the name of Jesus, may you grow in grace. In Jesus' name, everyone ask Him, Jesus, I surrender.